thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. 7.53, we are in our Thought Leader Storytellers feature. This is where we trawl through media and have a look and see what are some of the columns, opinion pieces, thought leadership pieces that are coming out on various different spaces. It could be New Frame Online or The Conversation Online. And we've seen some really, really interesting columns. And Songezo Zibi, he is a commentator. He's been an editor of Business Day. He has... Uh, various, various different positions over the years, wrote a really interesting column uh, about uh, F.W. de Klerk. And I'm not going into that in depth, but just around how the death of F.W. de Klerk could could open up a new chapter to a still divided nation. And Sungezo Zibi is, of course, also the author of Raising the Bar, Hope and Renewal in South Africa. Sungezo, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle, and thanks for the introduction. Uh, wow, what a what an article! It it I found it deeply moving, deeply challenging, and um, made me recognise so much of the way we could move forward. Uh, I did think, as I read it, of um, that quote, and I, if I if I'm not mistaken, I don't know the Bible at all, but I think it comes from the Bible, which says, "We are all prisoners of hope." Yes. <laughs> Are you a prisoner of hope? Michelle, we, we all have to be because it hope should be what motivates us to to get really good things done, not just for ourselves, but for for the rest of society to build the society that in which we, we want to live and we want our children to grow up in and, and live in the future. So we have to be prisoners of hope. Yeah. But that hope needs to be infused with a lot of realism so that we we are not naive about the hard work and the hard realities that need to be faced in order to to get to do the things we, we think should characterize our society. Sungezo, um, just give us the headlining uh, summary yeah. of the article, the opinion piece that you wrote. In essence, Michelle, what I was saying is that, um, you know, FWT Clegg in many ways represents the part of South Africa that is that is really painful, but also a, a turning point in South Africa's history. And a lot of the disappointment that we have right now has got to do with how far we have gone in turning around a new corner. And a lot of people, in particular young people, many of whom are unemployed and undereducated, feel that we were told that we've turned a corner and we didn't really turn a corner. Yeah. And so I think we have an opportunity to choose to define this moment in terms of its in terms of its meaning to what we need to do. We can choose to fight over FWT Clerk's legacy and how bad he was and so on, I don't think we will ever agree as all South Africans because we had different experiences out of that period, as I share in my article. Yeah. But what we have as a responsibility and an opportunity to do is to choose what we do about the future. So, you know, um, one of the things I, I found interesting about this article is that I wondered if we could look at... Uh, F.W. de Klerk, almost as a metaphor in choosing how we go forward? No, 
Of course, absolutely. Let me make an example. I mean, the, the big thing that um, a lot of people are unhappy about is the lack of acknowledgement on his yes. part about the fact that apartheid was a crime against humanity and colonialism as well, in fact. And I'll give you a very quick example. I spent eight years of my life at Volkswagen. I had the privilege to visit uh, its museum in Wolfsburg. And during the Second World War, Volkswagen and other uh, auto companies yeah. and industrial installations were used as sites of slave labor That's right. to produce war materials for the German army. That history is preserved. Every single person who ever went through that factory and was a, was a slave worker and was shipped off to the gas chambers, shot and so on, that history is documented. They've preserved a part of that factory as it was as far as possible so that people who come in there can see what happened. Does it mean people hate Volkswagen? Of course they don't. People still buy Volkswagen. It's the biggest automaker in the world. So we've got to reckon honestly with our history and just accept it for what it was and what it means for the present so that we can all move on properly. It does require, um, as with that museum, that we do openly interrogate and and not, um, uh, but that we that we listen to each other's versions and stories of that. Yeah, of course. Um, in many the article, I quote, um, I quote, I partly quote. I had to shorten the the quote for space reasons. But Tabon Beggy's quote from an article he wrote in 2006 when Frank Chikane washed, uh, when Adrian Flock washed Reverend Frank Chikane's feet, and where, where he says, We each products of our own experiences. And in essence, he goes on to say that means we have to develop the ability to listen to one another. And, yeah. and the choice we have to give a specific example is how we are going to understand the debate around land, colonialism Absolutely. and apartheid were about a removal of people from their land. We have to address this issue honestly as South Africans get around the table and choose to have a future in which everybody feels that they are not cheated. Otherwise, we get back into a fight again, which is a reversal of the gains that we've made so far. Very briefly, uh, Songhezo, because we do have to go to news, but part of uh, the article, and it was which I found deeply moving, was your own personal experience as a child of the um, impact of F.W. de Klerk, uh, an absolutely horrific story that, that totally broke my heart, actually. But what struck me about it was your ability to say, how do I personally engage with the story as I move forward? And it does talk to the personal as well. Yes, yes, it does. I think one of the things that when you are hit by such events, and there are quite a few in my life from since I was seven, unfortunately, is that you really have to decide how you're going to reckon with traumatic events in your life. Are they going to preoccupy your mind all the time? Because they can make you bitter, it's all-consuming. Or you can choose to really apply your energies to doing really good things and trying to build the society for which all of those things happened. I have found that doing the latter uh, makes me less sad, makes me more productive, wow. and uh, it also makes me more optimistic because I know how all-consuming. I mean, you know, we've lost a lot of people in our family, uh, people in the community, family, friends, and, and so on. 
and it's just too traumatic and you can't dwell on it because you get depressed. So you make a choice at a personal level as well. So Ngezo, um, I want to say thank you for the article. It was profound for me. So Ngezo Zibi, author of Raising the Bar, Hope and Renewal in South Africa. And the, the article is called F.W. De Klerk's Death Offers a New Chapter to a Still Divided Nation. You can find it on the news24.com um, website. We have actually tweeted it out. So if you follow us on at SAFM Radio, hashtag SAFM Jet Set Breakfast or at Mish Constant, uh, you'll be able to read it as well. Or just look up So Ngezo Zibi and uh, follow that particular story. Running a little late, we apologize for that. It's eight o'clock. It's time for the news. Good morning.